Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Triggered Can We Play With That. You are in season three, I believe this is episode 14, and we are launching into April. Now, for those of you who don't know, every month this year, I'm inviting you to lean into a new topic. I want you to get courageous. And how we're gonna do that is we're gonna continue to lean in in new and different ways so that we can really lean into our edge, right? I want you to be more flexible and be able to deal better with triggers around particular topics. And so today, because it is the first episode of April, marks a new part of our journey. And here's what it is. April is all about sexual assault awareness, okay? And today and the remaining episodes of this month, I'm inviting us to play Can We Transform Hard Conversation into teachable moments, right? That's what I want us to do on this podcast. So if you and I are willing and able, then we consent to having a playful episode here where we won't be able to explore all facets of sexual assault awareness, but we are definitely going to lean into at least one to help us transform hard conversations into teachable moments. And so what this means right now is I want you to have a journal on hand or a really good friend to dialogue with what comes up for you in this episode. Yeah. Oh, that dialogue is so important. (laughs) I want you to be able to talk about it. Even if, and this is why I say have that journal on hand, it's only about talking about it with yourself. Okay. All of this episode is going to keep coming back to, are you aware? Okay. Yes. Sexual assault awareness. But if you cannot be self-aware, my friend, I might argue, I don't know if you can be sexually assault aware. Okay. Sexual assault aware. Excuse me. My mouth got ahead of me, but here we are again. Self-awareness is what we're going to keep coming back to in this episode. So tune in, get your notebook ready. And you know that I'm curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. Same way we start every episode. Let's go ahead and start with a story, okay? Story time for today. Now, this is a story that happens so, so often. Somebody who has experienced a sexual assault. We're going to name him Brady in this case, okay? Brady comes uh, to Sandy. Brady and Sandy are having a conversation. Now, Brady's experienced something that is really vulnerable, okay? Uh, left them feeling really vulnerable. And they want to share this vulnerably with Sandy. They trust Sandy. They want to share this. And, and it takes a lot of courage for Brady to be able to do something like this, to be able to speak up in this moment. And so Brady begins to share vulnerably. 
And what we notice Sandy typically do is Sandy will feel tense, rigid, uncomfortable, fear. Throat might begin to close up. Chest might begin to close off. Head might begin to become very clouded and everything going on in that moment becomes, how can I best say this? Put in a filter of fear. And this is a typical thing that happens when someone else shares something that triggers our own fear response. But what we will miss is the fact that it is our fear response that's been triggered based on something scary, not something actually dangerous in the moment. For Brady, that moment was dangerous. Repeating it, sharing about it to Sandy is scary. Sandy, not having been there for that moment, does not know danger. Might feel like it's a dangerous moment to Sandy, but it's not. It's actually just really scary. And so one of the things that we notice in the situation where someone is sharing and someone is listening and this fear response has been triggered is they will begin to ask questions. And so true to form, Sandy begins to say, well, Brady, just stop for a second. Just what do you mean? What are you talking about? How did this happen? When did this happen? Well, where were you? Well, didn't you think about, well, why were you wearing that? Why were you drinking? You know that you can't. Okay. And I'm going to stop, right? Take a breath in. Let it go. Ah, It's just me and you here. We're having a a hard conversation. We're going to transform it into a teachable moment here. Because did you feel comfortable with all those questions? Honestly, what do you notice happening in your body right now? Do you feel comfortable with all of those questions I just asked? Most people would say no. No, they did not feel comfortable with me pelting those questions one after the other. Do you think in the situation between Brady and Sandy that Brady felt comfortable with all of those questions that Sandy was asking? Do you think Sandy felt comfortable? My friend, it is unlikely that anyone felt comfortable in this conversation. But here's what I really want you to lean in and focus on in this story. If Brady and Sandy were really here and Sandy were really asking all those questions, what is Sandy hoping for in asking all those questions? I will tell you quite typically, Sandy's hoping to feel better. Sandy's hoping to fix this, to figure it out. And if Sandy gets the answers to all of those questions, some part of Sandy believes that it's going to feel better. Sandy's going to feel better and that Brady's going to feel better too. That's probably why Sandy's asking all those questions. Nine times out of 10, it's why we will ask all of those questions of someone who, get this, take a breath in, is likely not going to benefit from us asking all of those questions. They're not going to benefit. But why do we ask all those questions, Nina? Let me tell you, Sandy's of the world, right? We ask all those questions because we don't want to feel the fear anymore. And if we could just get an answer to all of those questions, then you know what? Maybe this wouldn't happen again. Maybe this wouldn't happen to Brady again. And maybe it wouldn't happen to Sandy ever. Maybe. That's what some part of us believes, that part of us that asks all of those questions. But oh my gosh, it is overwhelming 
to the other individual who's vulnerably sharing with you. And instead of focusing on how courageous it is that this individual has just vulnerably shared with us, we are actually putting all of our fears and all of our anxieties and all of our emotion onto that person in that moment. It's not fair, right? It's not fair for us to project our feelings and fears and insecurities onto that person, most especially in this moment where they are coming forward with such a vulnerable share, right? So this is the moment that I want you to think about as we continue forward in this episode, because when we ask ourselves, why is this important? What's the trigger here? The trigger is fear right? This moment triggers a fear response. And because we struggle to see past our own fear, we then also struggle to see that other individual. Why is this important? Well, do you want to be the person who puts all of your feelings on someone else when they are vulnerably sharing with you? My friend, I don't want to be that person. It doesn't mean I haven't been that person, right? I am human. You are human. But what I want us to ask ourselves now is, could we benefit from potentially focusing on the courage that this person has in sharing this moment instead of focusing on our own fear in this moment? Can we flip the script on this? Yeah. Can we play with this? So if your answer is yes, let's continue to lean in. Okay. Now the psychoeducation moment here is hopefully very clear. When someone shares something that is vulnerable, in particular for this episode of sexual assault, it triggers our fear response, we see it through a fear filter, and then it becomes very difficult to actually be there for that other person. And so, now that we know this, I want us to flip the script on any unhelpful narratives here. It's not that you don't want to show up for this person, right? It's actually that you are feeling so much that you don't know how necessarily is best to show up for this person. And so my invitation to you is to take a breath in when someone is courageously sharing. Note and acknowledge your own fear intention. Notice it. Disrupt that pattern of thinking and anything that you might say in that moment, just pause. And I want you to focus on the idea that they are being courageous. That's the only thing I want you to think. Okay. Again, let me play this back. How are you going to flip the script in this moment? You are going to notice what's happening, disrupt it in the moment. And instead of saying things and asking questions and trying to get clarity and honestly trying to fix something that my friend cannot be fixed, right? We cannot fix what has happened. What we can do is we can hold space for that beautiful individual in front of you who had something completely unexpected, out of left field, harmful, a fill in the blank with the amount of words that I could put in here. They had a sexual assault happen and they have for some reason come to you. What an honor in this moment, even though it may not feel that way, because a part of you is saying this is freaking scary. Take a breath in and get courageous along with them and just listen. And when they are done, as you have listened to them, just focus on how courageous it was that they have shared. That's it. All I want you to think about is this person has courage, period. 
It's so simple. It sounds so simple. And of course I'm oversimplifying it in this moment because you are going to have to overcome your feelings that are telling you do a million different things, but I only want you to take a breath in and honor the fact that someone is sharing with you something vulnerable. Focus on the thought that this took courage and invite yourself to get courageous along with them. If you do feel like, Nina, I really want to know that I'm showing up for them. I really want to be able to say or do something with them. My only invitation in this moment without context, mind you, right, of what's actually going to happen for you is this. The only thing that I want to invite you to ask them is, what do you need? That's it. I don't want you to try to fix it, right? I don't want you to try to figure out and be a problem solver here. All I want to invite you to do is to really hold space for this person by asking, what do you need? So simple, easier said than done. And I promise you so effective. Okay. So we are nearing the end of the episode. And of course, you know, I'm wondering, what are you taking away with you? I've offered you a very, very simple tool But the reason why I'm offering this is because it's about self-awareness. And when we think about sexual assault awareness, our feelings become so overwhelming that we actually cannot even be aware in the moment of what's happening for the other person. And so in lieu of projecting your feelings onto them, I want you to think about how courageous they are. I want you to embrace courage for yourself. And if anything at all, just ask What do you need to them? That's it. Okay. And I promise you nine times out of 10, it will be enough. Now, because I don't have context for your moment and because I don't know what's going on in your life, I want you to share with me. What's your takeaway from this episode? I kept it short and sweet. The rest of the episodes for this month, they're going to be a little bit longer. We're going to be leaning in a little bit deeper, but of all the things that you take from today, let it be that self-awareness is such a key factor to being able to hold space for yourself as well as for other people to being able to be aware of sexual assault in an informed and intentional way as you hold space for others who might have, have had this experience and are struggling with it. Okay. So we're nearing the end of the episode. I already said that hit me up on Instagram. That's what I want you to do. I want you to head over to Instagram, hit me up at drama therapist, Nina, let me know what you're sitting with. Of course, you know, I want to leave you with the question for the upcoming week. And it is this, I am inviting you to play with hard things, very specifically to play with hard things. I want you to engage with it, to move pieces around and to look at it in a way that maybe you haven't thought of it before. So ask yourself, am I the person who is constantly trying to fix a moment, a difficult moment, a vulnerable moment? Am I the person who's trying to fix it or solve it? And do I instead need to just take a breath and practice the courage that it takes to be silent and listen in that moment? And also focusing on the courage that it took for this person to come toward me and to share this with me, right? Am I that person? Or if that's not you, am I the person who experiences this when I share vulnerably with someone that I experience their need to fix it. If you are that person or the other person, right? I want to invite you to share this episode, to take notes 
on who needs this, whether it's you or someone else, regardless of which category you're in. And you might say, Nina, I'm somewhere in between or I'm somewhere different altogether. I'm fantastic. Be where you're at and ask yourself, what is it that you can take from this episode to move yourself forward to being more aware of sexual assault when it happens, how it happens, and how you can just show up for the people who are sharing with you. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I hope this has been helpful. And ultimately, I want you to be able to continue to lean in. Join me in the upcoming episodes and continuing to lean into sexual assault awareness this month. We're going to be coming at it from a lot of different angles. We're going to have other people in interviews this month. If you have a story that you want to share, I encourage you reach out to me. Let me know. Hey, Nina, I want to be on the podcast. I want to share my story. Okay. You matter, right? And the people listening in, they know this, they want to, they want this all to matter more too. So that is all I have to say for you today. That is what we planned for today, folks. So thank you for taking a minute out of your very busy lives to lean in and explore your triggers as a human being. If this has been helpful, I want to invite you to continue to listen in and to share this episode, share it with someone who, you know, it's going to benefit, save it. If you want to come back and listen in, right? It's all about self-awareness and finding the courage to be silent, the courage to speak when it is most beneficial, right? The courage to share. And of course the courage to practice self-awareness, most particularly in the face of sexual assault. So Thank you for listening, and without further ado, stay curious. Curious.